All right. That seems like it's recording now. At least it looks like it's recording. I don't know. <laughs> it's been a long time since uh, I fired up the the machine down here and uh, in the horror man cave studio basement of. That's right. This is the Fridge Guys podcast. We're back. Twenty twenty one. Well, how you doing, Doug? Pretty good. I'm still alive. <laughs> that's, that's good. Good to hear. Yeah, glad that uh, you're joining me here. We are resurrecting the podcast. I I went back and looked and saw that I only recorded uh, five or six episodes in the entire 2020 calendar year. Really? I think you did a couple in the November. I don't. I was just looking today, but no, I did. Yeah. I did one in November, and then the rest were all between January and March. 2020 for, for this disgusting pandemic in our wonderful world that we live in, I guess. <laughs> you guess it's wonderful or you guess we live in it? Uh, both. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, fully fully vaccinated, so we're yeah. ready to, to start inviting um, weirdos back into my basement to... Drink beer, talk about beer, talk about whatever. And I figured probably the person that's been on this podcast the most, my good friend Doug. Let's uh, let's bring Doug into the fold. So, here, Doug. Yeah, great to be here again. It's uh, always a lot of fun. Always, well, it's usually very good beer, but always something unique that I've never uh, tried. I'm, I'm pretty sure I spilled. I might have spilled beer on this microphone. I'm still. It sounds, it sounds like like a marshmallow stout or something. So I'm enjoying that quite a bit. Looks like we're still recording, so we should. <laughs> um, so we're gonna we're gonna drink a couple beers. I have a couple couple local beers here. I've got another one that uh, was locally available. So it's, uh, it's not a local beer, but. It was in, in the bottle shops around town, so we're going to crack these open, uh, enjoy them, and and just uh, shoot the shit a little bit. It's, it's been a while, Doug. we got a, we have a lot to catch up on. Yeah, other than our little fantasy football text chain, yes. I've pretty much only seen you one time it's since March or April, I think. That's right. So we're going to start um, with the, you know, one of our favorite breweries here in Lincoln is White Elm Brewing Company, and they they started these uh, these smoothie sours called Pulpogogos here in the last probably year I would say yeah. that they got started, but they've really like started going over the top with these smoothie sours here as of late. And the the first one that we're gonna drink is called Alex Got Pulped, and it is a pink guava, coconut, marshmallow, and pineapple smoothie sour. Sounds good. Sounds good. You said over the top. Are you a fan, or are you just saying it's over the top because there's so many? No, because they're putting they're putting so much fruit. Like they put, I don't know how many pounds. I I saw the picture. They. They got like Lucky Charms marshmallows for this. Oh, really? <laughs> like, like, 
I don't know. I did it, see was, that. it was it was eighty pounds. It was eight hundred pounds. I can't remember how much they 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 bought to to actually put into this beer. So I have not been any, I have not tried this, so I'm interested in it. Um, so we'll crack this one open. See if I can remember how to do this. That was a good one. Sounded pretty good. Yeah. You know, I remember seeing this. Cool. Cheers. I remember seeing it advertised. I'm like, I really want to try it, but also, do I want to try it? <laughs> do, you, do you want to go for the full, full pack while you're there? To... Those on it is straight pineapple. Yeah, give me a little of the, the bottom pour of this, because yeah. imagine with a, a smoothie, it's pretty thick. Oh, it is. It just smells like pineapple juice. Yeah. It has a pretty, pretty big old head on it. <laughs> it has a frothy head on top of this beer here. But yes, huge pineapple. There's, I, I am getting a little guava in there. Not, not a whole lot of coconut. That's right. Um, and not much marshmallow. I don't, this, I think this one is probably maybe a month old. I think this came out about a month ago. Because their, their newest one, Cassie Got Pulped, just came out today. So we're actually going to drink that right after this one. And then we're going to, we're going to crown who is the champion, either Alex or okay. Cassie. Did they, do you know, did they get to decide what? Like in it, or did they just name it after the book? Well, well, both maybe. I'm I'm fairly certain Cassie picked what was going in this. I know Alex, and then and I know he he hates these types of beers. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's not a, a crazy like fruit fruit beer, but I think he had such a problem with uh, canning these beers because there's so much fruit. That just decided to name it after him. <laughs> Sign of respect. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna. I haven't even tried it yet. I'm gonna go. Like, it's already leaving. That's so thick. Leaving stuff all over my ass. I'll let you try it first. Oh, yeah. Like fruit residue? Oh, yeah. No, that's, that is fruity. It's pretty good. I do get the, the marshmallow on the taste, though. And it, it tastes like the cereal marshmallows. Yeah, it really does. It's, it, I thought it was gonna taste like pineapple juice after smelling it, but. Yeah. I don't really get much coconut, which is kind of fine with me, but... Yeah. Well, and it, like I said, it's about a month old, so maybe some of that's kind of fallen off just a little sure. bit. But. Well, that's the thing with these. Are these ones you'd want to... You probably wouldn't want to go no. longer than that. No, you want to keep these cold and drink these um, as really as fast as you can. And if they get warm, I think they will, like, re-ferment re in the can, and I've seen some of these just blow up before. So you don't... Uh, like, leave them in the trunk of your car or the back seat. <laughs> that would not be a good day for you. Yeah. That happened to me over the summer. I, I forgot that there was one sitting in in a box. Um, I had I had just some other, you know, nothing nothing crazy fruity. It was mostly some, some stouts. But I forgot that there was a, I had one of these big pulp fruity beers in that box. And uh, I came home. And it looked like it was like a murder scene in my garage. <laughs> it had blown up, and the entire ceiling was covered in like red, just splatter. 
my goodness. So yeah. it it blew up. Yeah. <laughs> it, it definitely blew up. And uh, it's I, I had I was trying to scrape it off my ceiling. It's still there. I probably need to repaint the ceiling. I was gonna say all that sugar and everything. <laughs> yeah, like all this this pulpy stuff that's all over the glass was just dried to my ceiling. So that was great. <laughs> that sounds fun. Well, it'll bring in bugs and they can have a nice party on the yeah. ceiling. My wife was none too pleased. <laughs> none too pleased. So keep your keep your heavily fruited smoothie beers uh, in the fridge, folks. Is I'm here to tell you. And drink them fast. Exactly. And the way this tastes, this is like a it's like a Jamba Juice. This yeah. is a. Is, do we have Jamba Juice? A Juice Stop. That's, juice Stop. Yeah. There we go. So I don't think we have Jamba Juices here. We do, or if we ever did. No. Uh, five, okay, so is not bad, because you could drink this really fast. Yeah, it's, it's just, what, 5%? Yeah, 5 yeah. I think uh, I think they they start with a much larger, like, probably 10 to 11% uh, base beer, mm-hmm. but uh, when they put this much fruit in it, it just uh, kills that ABV and drops it down quite a bit. Uh, Smells good. Yeah. Marshmallow. Yeah, it says, yeah, 100 pounds a barrel. I think it doesn't say how many marshmallows exactly. Unless they're all 100. 100 pounds of everything? It says 100 pounds per barrel of pink guava, pineapple puree, plus coconut and marshmallow. Hmm. So I don't know if it's 100 pounds total or. I don't know. I just remember that. There's a, lot a giant bag of marshmallow picture. My kids would have loved just pouring that in a bowl with milk. <laughs> Were you a kid like that? Did you only eat the marshmallows out of the Lucky Charms? No, I remember I would always eat the cereal first, so I had mostly just marshmallows left over at the end. Yeah. But I didn't just eat marshmallows that I remember anyway. Hmm. Yeah, it seems like every time I, I pour my kids a bowl, that's like a weekend cereal here. Like during the week, they don't uh, really they don't have that much cereal to eat. But you know, it's weekend, you can have you know this garbage cereal. <laughs> So it's a cereal we grew up eating. Yeah. But, but now, since I'm uh, supposed to be an adult, I guess, I can only get that to make it on the weekend. And then I look at it, it's like, all you ate was marshmallows. Yep. So I guess that's why we only give it to them on the weekend. Maybe if they ate some of that processed wheat. Exactly, like that. yeah. That's, that's what's good for you. That yeah. stuff's covered in sugar, too. It is different. It wasn't, like, great for us when we were kids, but even back then it wasn't as heavily processed as it is now. So, well, I mean, the marshmallows were, I don't know how you get a marshmallow that dry, but then also still when you bite into it, it's a marshmallow. True. Um, But I can imagine that at the bottom of the, I don't know, they probably put that into the bright tank or something. (laughs) What kind of sludge was in the bottom of it? Although it might have just completely, completely just evaporated or melted. You know, all the sugars dissolved. I don't know. That's hot. Yeah, maybe. Next time I, I see one of the white elm, I'll have to find out if they had to shovel mushroom <laughs> sludge out of the bottom of the tank or if it just uh, completely dissolved in the beer. I was like, based on the, the head on this beer, I'm <laughs> guessing there was a little bit of scraping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so much has gone on in the world that we live in, and so much to talk about, Doug. Mm-hmm. 
really, you know, we have to touch on the elephant that has left the room of Lincoln Podcasts. Yeah. That would be the Three Bears Later podcast. Mm-hmm. This this podcast uh, was was birthed from Three Beers Later uh, and tells that guy's name. Uh, I can't even think about the hell guys how I got the name of my podcast. We talked about it on the last episode of the, but well, it was like five years ago now. So <laughs> yeah. No, the guy from uh, the Last Man on Earth show, Will Forte. No, the no, not uh, the other guy, batter guy. I don't remember, and I watched that entire Mel Rodriguez. Series. Mel Rodriguez. Yes, that's he. He gave me the gave me the name of Fridge Guys, and that came from Three Beers Later, and Three Beers Later decided to quit. Yeah, call it quits. I still haven't listened to the last one. Did they just, they're saying, eh, they're done? Just because? Well, the, the the last one we was at uh, Stone Hollow. Mm-hmm. And it, it was more of just a, yeah. know, a big fun fun show at the at the brewery. I don't know what, I guess they both did, like, say their goodbyes at the end of it. Wasn't really very heartfelt goodbyes. <laughs> <laughs> well... Mark and Connor, very emotional people all the time. So, so what, uh, you know, I, I planned on um, bringing this podcast back this month uh, because I, I knew of our, my shot schedule and all that stuff. So I knew I wanted to get going and then found out that they're quitting and it's like all at the same time. So, yeah. I, uh, I guess I, you know, Grady's been trucking along. He took a little hiatus when he has a baby, but he's back at it. And uh, I love listening to Nebraska Beer 30 podcast. Just 30 minutes, though. And I just, I don't think I can, I can do a 30-minute episode. We have too much to drink. Yeah. It's, I'm amazed that he can do it in half an hour. It's kind it's always good, but it's like when you watch a TV show you really like when it's 23 minutes. Like, oh, that flew by. Um, I like to think we have a lot of dead air and a lot of empty space. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> also haven't done it in a while. It'll take longer than a half an hour. True, true. So we're gonna we're gonna get this going. Um, we don't have any any special guests tonight. Um, I I know I have some people that are lined up. On it's just just gonna be a scheduling thing. It really, has, what's gonna go? But I don't think we're gonna have a certain day of the week that this is going to come out. It's just when people are available, get on and record a podcast. Yeah. Just so happens it's a Friday night. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever recorded a podcast. Yeah, I was good. you told me Friday, like, oh, is he okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got so much crap going on. Day job and kids and all that. Well, Friday night, let's do it. Yeah. I'm normally drinking beer anyway, so. <laughs> Speaking of, I was at White Elm earlier today, trying their new uh, Blanton Single Barrel, two-year stout in Blanton's Barrel. It's going to be released at the entire high Sioux Falls. Yeah. It's, it was tasting very good. 
I tried their new triple IPA, it was very good, and then I did have a little taste of this next beer that we're going to have, Cassie Gulp. But uh, I didn't have enough, so we drink it. Sure. I'm going to text myself a score for this beer, so I just remember. But you can tell the people. No. I will, but I'm going to forget. Out of 10. I give it. I like it a lot. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Yeah. Well, that's a, it's a, it's a tasty beer. Okay? I think the pineapple really shined in this one. This is, the next one, Pulp of Go-Go, is Cassie Got Pulped. It's a smoothie sour. Watermelon, strawberry, and macaroon coconut. Hmm. Uh, not, macaroon? Yes, macaroon coconut. Do you know the difference between coconuts? I don't. I didn't know there were more than one kind, I guess. so. I, I think that has something to do with how it's like prepared. Oh, that's a post. Yeah, I think it's so. not how they grow. Yeah. Oh, this one. A little bit sulfury right now. I'm sure that has some of the strawberries, though. Oh, well, this one's maybe. This one's brand new. I'm sure they just canned it this week. You can finish that can. I did heavier this time. You're going to probably get all the, all the pulp in Still another pretty impressive, frothy, frothy head on it. Yeah, see, mine wasn't as bad, so. See, that nose, that's kind oh. of sulfurous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, uh, it does not doesn't smell good. It's not great. <laughs> huh. It's going in for the, for the taste. <laughs> right, good luck. Yeah. I'll stand here and wait. <laughs> yeah, that's something. Tastes good, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. A lot of watermelon. Wow. A lot of watermelon. When I oh, yeah. when I tasted the brewery, it, it was I think it was more strawberry forward, but this can is watermelon. Yeah, definitely watermelon. Was the nose like that? Do you remember that from the? Beer? Well, I noticed there was there was a little bit. I mean, I had all three beers together or sitting there at the same time, but I remember just a little bit of a just a salt a little bit of a sulfurness to it. But yeah. And it, it tastes pretty good. Yeah, it does taste good. I can say already, I think I like the, the uh, first one. Yeah. Pineapple. Alex got pulled. So, Alex, Alex might be a win, huh? Well, you know, unless you vote the other way and we got no tiebreaker. So. <laughs> True. So, what, uh, what are you been doing? You're at home, you've been playing video yeah. games, watching movies, watching sports. What's been going on? Pretty much that working from home still. That's been over a year now. Goodness. Um, have a two year old, so that occupies a lot of time. And then, yeah, I did get a PlayStation 5 like a month ago, so I'm replaying some old games with uh, slightly better graphics. True. Have you? Um, so I also got a PS5, uh, I don't know, end of February, beginning of March, or something like that. Have you played many PS5 games? No, I don't know. Um, 
Miles Morales I have because I bought that on four and there was the free upgrade. Yeah. Other than that, I don't really know what's out for the five. Tony Hawk, that remaster came out for five. I guess that counts. 20-year-old game. How different is that uh, Spider-Man game? From the other one? Yeah. It's uh, almost identical. Um, they, As far as the like, actual game itself, it's kind of like they're just aping uh, into the Spider-Verse. Like, it's like the exact same. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's take the same music, but we'll add like little hip-hop beats in the back and, you know, that. It's Miles, Miles. Yeah, which is fine, but they're like, let's not make our own Miles. We'll just take this one, whatever. Um, the, it does some interesting things with the controller on the five, um, like the triggers, how you fling your webs, like when it's pulling down, when you're on your downswing, it'll kind of tighten. And when you are swinging up, it loosens up beyond that. No, the, I mean, the gameplay is the same. It's still fun. The combat's a little tweaked because he has different abilities. Powers. Yeah. Yes. But, uh, no, I mean, it's the same game. You can get it for like 20 bucks though. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. All right. It came with, with mine. I oh, there you go. I haven't even tried it yet. The kids, my kids played the other Spider-Man game, and I think it's like 99.9% beat. Yeah. They're still trying to get the naked skin or something. You know? <laughs> Peter Parker in his boxer shorts. Hmm. Yeah. But, uh... That's one cool thing that game did. This, all the suits he's ever worn. Well, probably not all of them, but... There was a lot of them. Yeah. Even from the movies and everything. Yeah. Wrapped on... And Miles Morales is the same way. There's a bunch of different suits to wear, including the one from Into the Spider-Verse. Which... The spray-painted one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of neat to when you're playing as that one, like the frame rate slows down on just him, so it looks like how he looked in the movie. That's kind of mm-hmm. cool. But mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to play that way. You turn it off after a while. But I heard they were talking about making a sequel. Yeah. Yep. It's a good movie. I don't know if it's a sequel. Yeah, and I'm... Um, the live-action Spider-Man movie. I'm a little worried about, too, because it's also Spider-Verse now, but I'm sure it's not because they had a really good story that they have to tell it that way. It's because, like, oh, Spider-Verse was popular. Let's just make make it again, but live-action. Oh, yeah. Because oh, they're, they're supposed to bring back the other Spider-Man. Things. Yeah. I know that they've said Andrew Garfield for sure, but Tobey Maguire, they keep kind of going back and forth on, so who knows, but... Well, Jamie Foxx is in it. It's because they watched that uh, that third one dancing. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. He was being an idiot. Yeah, that was so bad. When he had the it was it wasn't was it the Venom? It wasn't the Venom thing, was it? Yeah, it was. Remember, they were like in the park or something. Symbiote? And meteor, yeah, like a meteor hit, which oh, is uh, kind of like the comic, I guess, but. I only watched that, that movie one time. I kind of forget that Venom was in there. Yeah. And they also redid Venom, too. Yep. Tom Hardy Venom. Yeah. Instead of Eric from that 70s show Venom. <laughs> that is right. He was, uh, he was the antagonist. Yep. That was a terrible person. Why would you cast that small child kid? I don't know. And it didn't make sense because he, like... He was, people knew who he was, but it wasn't like a huge star. We're like, okay, we gotta cast this guy. Yeah. And your movie was alright. It still made a ton of money. You didn't need a name for it. I don't know. I don't know. True. Who knows? Speaking of that, I, I just saw something today about the new Venom with Carnage. It says that uh, 
That Spider-Man's supposed to be in that, too. Yeah, supposedly. That's supposed to have come out already, apparently, but, I mean, the pandemic and everything, it got yeah. pushed back. I've seen nothing for it. No. Yeah, but it's, uh, but is it, is it, uh, the Tom Holland Spider-Man? I don't know. Hmm. Weird. I mean, Sony, because, uh, the Morbius trailer had Michael Keaton in it. As, uh, the third guy? Yeah, as Vulture, yeah. Yeah. So it's all, well, it's all connected now. Is that's that's right. The end game happened, and then the whole world pretty much y'all got snapped. Yeah, <laughs> it happened in real life. <laughs> the, uh, the the Hollywood got snapped and just stopped, and yeah, boy, we're, did it. we're we're like slowly getting back to like, blockbuster films again. Yeah, I think summer here because uh, Black Widow. A lot of movies moved to June and July. I think. I think most of them will stay there and it'll start to tick up because Godzilla vs. King Kong made relatively a lot of money here this last couple weeks. So, did you watch it? Yeah, I did. How about you? Yeah. Watched it. My, my, uh, my middle son, he was very excited for it. So, we had to. It was a big deal. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it was fun, especially yeah. in the last, what, 35 minutes or so. Yeah. Just giant monsters fighting in the middle of Japan. Yeah. Poor buildings. Just yeah, just destroying entire city in an evening. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about the microphone. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I would hate to be like a cleanup construction crew <laughs> in those movies because they just really. Where do you even start? Yeah. Just like, <laughs> everything's gone. Wow. Maybe we should just move. <laughs> and like Godzilla and King Kong just like walk away. No. You know. Uh, Not guys, my problem. You guys might want. You know, get a dustpan and a broom out here. <laughs> Mercy. I'm going to go swim around the ocean now for several years until the next movie comes out. Yeah. So do you think that's what Godzilla was doing? Was just chilling in the... I guess. I mean, I don't know. They just kind of like... <laughs> you know, he just reappears. Like, I think you can figure out how to follow a monster that size pretty quickly. I don't know. I guess... But he... Doesn't he give off a bunch of radiation? True. Yeah. Like a nuclear reactor yeah. is moving around. I think you can find it fast, but although I, like I, I wonder what the, if they're still cleaning up the giant uh, nuclear explosion that happened in King of Monsters. Yeah, because that was it's pretty devastating. <laughs> Blew up half the ocean. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it just that's it was like it was like a nuclear reactor blew up. Yeah. And he was in Boston when he was yes, like doing that. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Japan's completely wiped out. The East Coast is not much room for San Francisco in the first Godzilla movie is pretty much completely wiped out. Oh. Uh, see, at least King Kong kept it to Skull Island. That's true. And then what? Okay, so what the hell happened? Like they really didn't talk much. Okay, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, stop listening to this. Go and watch King Kong vs. Godzilla. Uh, it's a new one. It's a nice hour and 45 minutes, and it's pretty fun. Yeah, it's good. But uh, the beginning of that, what happened to Skull Island? Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's like, oh, a storm took over. But, well, they, they built uh, like a <laughs> dome yeah. over the entire place, and then he never like realized that? No, apparently. Yeah, they built a what would have to be hundreds of stories high dome. 
Not to mention how big it is. Over him without noticing. And they said that the storm took over the island so bad that it killed all the people. But that storm, they could still build a dome. During that. During that, I don't know. Yeah. That was a, like... Like, they could have just not done that and been like, well, we need King Kong. We're just going to take him off the island. Yeah. And then it's fine. Okay. Yeah. There's only one girl left. She's a small child. Yeah. Everyone else is dead, but all the plant life and other... Some of the monsters are still alive. Yeah, monsters are okay. And inside this dome, we've regulated the the weather <laughs> to perfect temperatures for monster life. It's a King Kong Truman show. Exactly! <laughs> That's what it was. Like, he got... He, although he never, like... He never hit the side. He saw, like, you know, up in the, the ceiling yeah. when, I don't know, got hit by something. He threw the tree or something. Threw something at it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they got that over him. Like, mm-hmm. they built that in a day when he was asleep? <laughs> or... But you would think, like, the storm or the weather was getting so bad, like, he would have realized, like, wow, something's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> He's obviously smart. He is. <laughs> he ruled the center of the Earth, the hollow Earth. Yeah. Or is that another planet? I wasn't super clear on that. It was hollow Earth. But they definitely hit like a portal. Well, it was. <clears throat> no, it wasn't a portal. It was like gravity switching. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Like you're, you're hitting. It just split. Yeah. Like, because you're hitting the core, which. Would probably flip you upside down. I guess I'm not yeah, a you want to in King Kong versus Godzilla world does. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and then there's like all these. Uh, uh, I I think that that those rocks were the same ones from Wakanda too. Mm. <laughs> Is that? Uh, it's all connected. It's vibranium. <laughs> vibranium rocks. Yeah, I mean it could be. Because they can't, like, they were glowing the same kind of purple color as... Uh, yeah, that's paint. true. Hmm. Now we're gonna... Disney will own it all soon enough, so... True. You never know. MCU and Monsterverse will... <laughs> the Dark Avengers versus Godzilla. Oh, yeah. So Godzilla really is king of the monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's a big... I mean, he's a... It's like a dinosaur fighting a monkey, like, you know. True. A radioactive dinosaur. Yeah. And he has, like, he doesn't have little baby T-Rex arms. He has regular arms. Mm -hmm. And he can blow... What what is that? It's not fire. It's nuclear. He can can blow a hole to the the (laughs) core of the earth. (laughs) Just forgot about that. On a whim. Like, huh, something's going on. He just knew that that was going on. Something's going on to the hollow earth at how many miles beneath my feet. <laughs> it's going to blow my hot air and make a tunnel passageway all the way down. Good thing he did. So he could fight King Kong a couple exactly. scenes later. Yeah. Yeah, so King Kong's, like, axe was definitely, like, a piece of his, uh, Godzilla's back, though, right? Yeah, and I, so I think a lot got cut out of the movie, but like when he put the axe down in his little temple or whatever, yeah, it made a big glowing Godzilla, yeah. like around the center. And I think there was going to be a human going, "Oh my, 
Godzilla protects the Earth and King Kong protects the what, Hollow Earth or whatever. Yeah. So they're supposed to be friends, but not when they're in the same place. I don't know. Yeah. They're, you know, like Russia and America in World War II. There's uneasy alliance as long as you don't cross the wall. Yes. Until something worse is around. Right. Yeah. No. That's what it's just a metaphor. Although, yeah, we'll just say it's a, it was an Eastern Bloc metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't quite work, but. Well, either way, folks, it's a good movie. It is good. It is fun. There's a lot of, like, when there's, they kind of, like, half explain things, but just like, okay, that's, that's just how it is. And like most monster movies, it's just sit down, eat some popcorn. Yeah. And, uh, just forget about your problems for a while. That was missing. Did you watch it at home, or did you guys go see it in the theater? Because I, it, I watched it at home, and I think it needed to be. Yeah, I watched it at screen. home, too, but my home theater is... Well, yeah, I mean, as close as you are to that TV. Are all those speakers hooked up? Yes, they are. We're going to pause for a second. Yeah. All right, back. We need to, need to get that... Uh, Pause music. <laughs> Just <laughs> let it play for two or three minutes. Maybe get my own pause music. Slightly different. <laughs> Just get an elevated version of that uh, intro song. Yeah. I'm... So it's a pretty heavy intro song for elevator, though. Yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, so yeah. Godzilla, King Kong. Go watch it. It's uh, a good movie. Other good movies that came out, what did you think about the uh, Zack Snyder versus Batman Superman? <laughs> the Justice, Justice League. League. I actually thought it was mostly pretty good. Um, I was really, even if you don't like it, it was baffling to watch this and then think about the Joss Whedon version and the studio version, basically, and like, the stuff they cut out and changed, they didn't need to do any of that. Like, this movie is four hours long. It would have been really hard to get this one to be like two and a half hours and still have it make as much sense as it did. But with that Joss Whedon one, they just changed so much that it made even less sense than that, and I don't know why. Because none of it was better. No. And it didn't even make stuff fit together. Or, I, but... I thought it was pretty good. There's a lot of stuff Zack Snyder does that I'm not a fan of, like slow motion for everything all the time. Kind of drives me nuts. Um, and I don't think he knows what symbolism means, but the characters made sense. It was good. Mostly yeah. good. I, like, going into it, I heard about the slow-mo stuff. I guess I, that didn't... I just didn't really... It didn't affect me. Yeah. Just because... It was just part, it was just, you know. And it's definitely just a personal, like, I just don't like it. It doesn't ruin the movie, but. Yeah. I thought it was great, though. And I can't believe, like, that first version of Justice League, it was just, like, a joke. That's what I mean. And the changes don't make, after seeing this, it's impossible to say, like, I don't know why, I don't know why they did what they did. It yeah. just was so like, weird. Who, like, that person definitely has to be fired. Yeah, well, it was probably the head of the 
studio, unfortunately. So, but there's a, after this one came out, they couldn't have been like, "Wow, you really made a great choice." Yeah. Whoever so and so executive producer that made too much money in making this decision. But uh, it was. It's a long-ass movie. It's very long. But it's it, the nice thing is, if you haven't watched it yet, it's broken up into... I don't know, is it six parts in an epilogue or seven? It's broken up into parts. Yeah. And part four starts, like, almost right at the two-hour mark, like, right in the middle. Yeah. So if you get to part four and you're kind of tired, you can just take a break and watch it. That's two movies. That's what, that's what we did. Yeah. We watched the first three parts and the last... And, um, yeah, just, Flash is a completely different character in this movie. Cyborg's a completely different character. Oh, yeah. He has a character in this movie. Yeah, yeah. He just didn't, was like, hey, I'm a super computer yeah. that flies. Yeah. And I'm yeah. yeah, I'll be back at the end of the movie. <laughs> Batman is a completely different character. He's in the whole thing the first time. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either, but it was it was definitely worth watching. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, uh, spend a weekend watching it. If it's still on HBO Max, it's... Well, I don't know if it's still there anymore. Well, you can find it eventually. Yeah. Yeah, because aren't they only supposed to be out for like 30 days or something? Yeah, like that? that was a little different, though, because I don't think they were going to release it theatrically, really. I know it got, in some places it came out, but I don't think they were planning on doing that. It's a wide release. Did you hear that uh, the Russo brothers want to release a six-hour version of uh, Endgame? <laughs> no. That's, that's that's asking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> now directors are like, oh, wow, you guys spent that much money on this version of the movie. Here, let me put everything that I cut out. Yeah. Back into it, and you'll pay for that. And then, but you see a lot of the stuff, like deleted scenes. I I get why that was cut out of the movie. Um, a six-hour, yeah, no, that's a lot of, jeez, yeah. And and I mean, personally, I thought Infinity War was like two times better than Endgame. Yeah. So, but I guess maybe if we put three more hours onto it, it's. I don't know. Infinity War was better because it could be better. Like it's like, all right, we're just gonna tell, basically just tell Thanos' story, yeah. and then Endgame had to be you had so to, many different things. Yeah. Had to go back time. Yeah, you had to have the shot where everybody gets a punch in. I mean, you had like, yes. even though that was cool, you had to have it. So there's so much stuff that they had to have. Yeah, they've gone back in time and they break their own time travel rules immediately after they explain them. It's true. Just don't explain them. Is it made, is that the extra three hours is just them explaining <laughs> how time travel actually works? <laughs> I I've seen the uh, previews for the new Loki show and it looks like that they explain that when they when they went back in time, it screwed up things. Yeah, just like. Why Loki's still alive? Yeah. <laughs> Why they're making a movie out of it? Because they screwed up. Yep. And it's evil Loki, like back in what, 2012 Loki, who yeah. didn't learn any lessons yet. Yeah. The, the Loki that was just trying to take over New York. Yep. Chitari. Those were the days. <laughs> well, we'll be back to them sort of soon. True. 
and Owen Wilson. I don't know how I feel about that. You don't like Owen Wilson? Well, like, I don't know. He's a goofy, big-nosed guy in those movies. Like, <laughs> does, he, does he have a place in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe? I'm sure he does. Yeah, cause, yeah. Because they've made everybody work, like, every character work in the Marvel Cinematic. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. He works, like, amazingly well. That's a- you got to imagine. I mean, eventually. I don't know when. Eventually, they'll not. Like, something will mess up. It's yeah. amazing they haven't yet. Because even the stuff that's bad isn't really that bad. It's just kind of bad relative to yeah. everything else they've done. Yeah, like, like Thor Dark World is a bad rap. I don't think it's that bad of a movie, but I don't know. People just didn't think it was as good as the other one. That's the thing. That's what I mean. Like, it's not that good, but it's not terrible. It's not unwatchably bad. No. And that also gave us, like, Matt Damon. What, was, it, was, that, was that Thor Dark World? That was Ragnarok. Oh, Ragnarok. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> All those uh, cameo scenes. Those were good. Those were good. Who, who, was, who was Thor? Uh, Thor was his, like, third brother. Did you ever see Westworld, the HBO series yeah, Westworld? He's in that. Oh. He's the security guard guy. Oh, he's it, it's another one of the Hemsworth. Another another Hemsworth, yeah. And then oh. Sam Neill from Jurassic Park was yes. uh, Odin. Yes. And Matt Damon was Loki. Yeah. It's funny. But uh, yeah, lots of. Uh, I mean, we went so long without uh, any kind of new content for so long. Yeah, well, I mean, like, what was all supposed to come out last year? I can't even. Black Widow, obviously. It still hasn't um, come out. Yeah, that still hasn't come out. And they're going to do the uh, old TV and movie release at the same time. Oh, are they? Yeah, I'm kind of surprised about Um, I think they're in July. Yeah. They're supposed to be May 1st. Yeah, 2020. And then, now it's for a year later. The Eternals was supposed to be out by now. Just Marvel movies. Uh, that James Bond movie keeps getting kicked down the road. Who's James Bond? Is it Daniel Craig? Yes, yeah, so Daniel Craig. It's his last one again. Yeah. Um, I heard that like, they were talking about Idra, Idris, Idris, Idris Elba. Elba. Yeah. Possibly don't make a Lady James Bond. Which I'm like, but the, the Lady James Bond, you're just doing it to pander because James Bond is all of the positive and negative aspects of that, like, over-the-top machismo. Yeah. And I don't... I think a lot gets lost if you do a female James Bond because... I don't know. Just do a... You could do a female James Bond. Just do a different character. Like, do Q when she's young. Yeah. You mean M? Or whatever. Yeah. Is it Q the... Is Q's, Q's John Cleese. Yeah. Because the original Q died here. I think that was just last year or the year before. I don't know. Time is an illusion now. It is. All right. Well, we finished the two Pulp Go-Go's from White Elm. Uh, I'm going to say Alex got Pulp was yeah. the winner. Yeah, I think so. Uh, even though I enjoyed Cassie better on tap today than I did out of the can. So, so if you have a chance, swing down to... Downtown or uh, Mothership, lie down, try, and, try it on tap, see what you think, grab yeah. a four-pack. 
They're both good. Yeah, both really good. Super, super fruity. Not overly sour whatsoever. It's, it's like a like a juice stop, pretty much. Yeah, it's good. Now we're gonna move on to a stout. <laughs> That's quite a ship. Yeah, uh, this one is. It's not a local stout. This is from Prairie Artisan Ales. It was available. Uh, it's probably been a few months now. Yeah, because this was bottled in November, so I'm thinking it was available here. December, January, February. This is Bourbon Barrel Age Weekend. It's a bourbon barrel aged stout with cacao nibs, toasted coconut, marshmallow, vanilla, and caramel. Yum. Sounds good to me. Where is this brewery? Said Prairie? Yeah, Prairie is. Yeah, this is just a 12 ounce bottle. Prairie's out of uh, Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Yes. Mm. Uh, uh, the barrel on the nose. Mm. Yeah, barrel. Coconut. Hold this. Then I took on my thumb, tasted a big shot of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that smells great. The first two chocolate. First two were um, five percenters. We jumped up to fourteen point two. There we go. <laughs> it's Friday. That's right. It's Friday. It's quite a. Uh, yeah, I don't, it's almost like Yellow Submarine style art. Yeah, I don't uh, really understand what the old people uh, line are doing. It's getting ready for the weekend. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Getting ready for the weekend, but like in a weird version of the 1920s or something. Yeah, is that a jockey at the back? Yeah, there's a jockey at the back. Huh. Yeah. Don't know why. Everyone else is just like... Stressed up. Yeah. Dresses and hats. Oh, that guy's wearing shorts. I shorts and dressing too. He has a jacket and shorts. Yeah. And he has a bottle of and a cigar. And a pretty sweet hat. Alright, I'm going in for the first sip here. Oh. That's a dessert in a glass. Wow, that's really, really flavorful. Yeah. It's a sipper. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Not one you'd have after mowing the lawn. No. While you mow the lawn. Forget what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to mow the lawn anymore. No, that's a, that's a good beer. I know it was available at you know, all the local bottle shops here in town. Don't know if it's still out there. If you can find it. Uh, Find it, grab it, because it's really decadent. It's, uh, everything's mel melded well together. The melons great, bourbon and whiskey and coconuts there. The marshmallows just I like velvety marshmallow. Yeah, to me, nothing stands out, but like in a good way. Yeah, nothing jumps out in your face. It's just all melds together with very nice. I like it a lot. Quite a contrast from the 
last year. <laughs> the, the, the super fruited cold beers, yeah. So they've been doing a lot of these. Is there a reason? Just, I mean, they sell, obviously. Yeah. Not raising one, but... Yeah, they sell. People People are enjoying them. People are digging them. So you know, if people buy them, I will keep making them. You just see, it's just the trend of of, uh, of beer these days, really. Uh, lots of lots of fruity stuff. I'm seeing a lot more sour and like tart stuff out there too, which is good. That's what I like yeah. often. Uh, yeah. I, I well, I'm seeing more stuff that are, they say sours, but it's mostly just like fruit juice. It's, yeah. It's not really sour that much anymore. It's, they move to more of a few fruit puree or just really fruity, even like seltzer now. Just everybody's, everybody's got a seltzer. Yeah. There, I I heard a little rumor that that White Elm might be doing a, a seltzer at some point coming up here. Hopefully, it's like a a monster, like eight, ten percent seltzer. <laughs> yeah. Quite a seltzer. Yeah. Yeah, you have a seltzer though for downtown on game days. Yeah. Cater to all markets if you want to. Exactly. I know. I enjoy the, the truly lemonade by the pool yeah. in the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're tasty. Super easy to drink. There are some good ones. It is kind of funny to watch the big boys, the the inbevs of the world, try like run to catch up with. All the good stuff that's out there, yeah. um, but they do make some good seltzers. Yeah, speaking of uh, of uh, new seltzers and a new brewery brewing new seltzers, bearded brewing or bearded brewer artisan ales uh, opened up this weekend. Oh yeah, is that uh, like I guess is it technically uh, West Omaha like? Elkhorn area. I, I don't really know how that all works up there. It's like 180th and Q or something like that, I think, is, is where he's at. They're, uh, they're opening up tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow? Yeah. You going up there tomorrow? I, oh, I wish. Uh, this weekend is not a good weekend for traveling for beer. It's, there's so much stuff going on. I want to, but <laughs> just can't. That. Bearded's opening up. Uh, Mardo up in Sioux City is releasing their pretty much the, the the stout that put Mardo on the map as homebrewers to elevate them to the point where they decided that they're going to open up a brewery called Brutal. They're they're releasing that. It's been in the barrel, they say, somewhere between fourteen and sixteen months or something like that. So. They're doing the, the regular version of it. They're copy maple and a vanilla. So I'm really sad that I'm going to miss that. It's going to be a great day tomorrow up at, uh, up at Mardo for, for beer drinkers. And uh, yeah, Bearded bearded Brewer Artisan Ales. Check them out. He's, like I said, they, I was talking about seltzers. He's, he's doing a craft seltzer and then just a regular hard seltzer. He'll always have one. Plus, he's, he does great IPAs, he does amazing stouts, so uh, definitely something to check out. Yeah. 
Alright. <laughs> Never really had to pause this too much. So what happened? Okay, they're old enough to all get out of bed now. Yes. <laughs> they can come right. find you. Bad. What? The bed. <laughs> Trying to drink beer and talk about it. So, all these new places opening up. Yeah, so yeah, Beer to Brew opened up. Um, opened up this weekend, so... Uh, if you're up in the up in the Omaha area, or you want to take a little drive, head up there, check it out. Uh, Kirk Kirk makes amazing amazing beers. I've I've been lucky enough to know him for the past few years and drink a lot of his home brews. And uh, I think Omaha really has got a good treat up there with him. So get over there, try it. Also, uh, also going on in the, that Elkhorn area, Jukes Ale Works. I actually talked to Kyle the other day. He told me that their, uh, their barley wine, Bissell, uh, Mouth, it's called, is just about ready to, uh, come out of barrels. It's been in barrels for about 14 months, and they're stout. Um, they're stouts. It's been in bourbon barrels. That's right, not too. So any any day. Um, so keep a, keep an eye on their social media because um, they'll be releasing that stuff. I hear that uh, that they're putting in a some sort of bottling machine or something like that, so they don't and and uh, fill all their bottles anymore, so that should be pretty nice. So uh, be on the lookout. Chooksale works for a big barrel-aged barley wine, big barrel-aged stout. And always, if you're up there in Elkhorn, swing by there and, and eat. Their food is good. I still haven't been up there. so many places that haven't gone yeah. of this last year. but yeah, no, their, their wings are good. If you're still weird, you know, Wary of sitting inside of a restaurant, they've got a huge outdoor patio. It's huge. So, so that side, fresh air. They have a little tiny one in the lower area, but uh, it's huge. And the food's great. Beans are great. Burgers are awesome. Beer's great. Patronize Chook's uh, Aleworks from there, though. Buy local, as they say. Yeah, yeah. We've got, we've got a lot of good stuff. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Think about when we were, like, 21, 22, when we first started going, it was... I mean, there was nothing. Taprooms weren't a thing. No. It was go to the bar, the bar, on 17th Street, get, yes. you know, Miller Lite for three bucks, or six bucks. It was, like, a Friday. True. Industry. Two dollar Long Islands. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to go. And then that one time I was drinking a piece of glass fell in my, just in my glass. Like I was eating the ice and I just like started chewing on the glass. <laughs> oh, was How did that happen? Like the glass was in yeah. the ice? Yes. Oh, yes, there was just a chunk of glass fell into the ice and 
This isn't ice. It feel like no. ice. It's chewing glass. Yeah, it's wonderful. We had that when I worked at uh, Beat-Ups downtown, you know, almost 20 years ago. But we had to clear out our ice machine two times in one weekend because somebody dropped a full glass into the ice machine and it shattered. I don't cheap bar glasses. I think places like the bar really worried about that kind of stuff 10 years ago. <laughs> Definitely not. Different times, folks. Different times. Speaking of that, uh, I was, we were just talking about craft, craft seltzers, and uh, Bearded Brewer just posted the, the come and get a green apple smoothie seltzer. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds good. It's green. Green apple smoothie. Can I find a way to get up to Omaha <laughs> tomorrow? Well, I'm sure I'll have it on tap for a while because it's open, so. But he has a bunch of different stuff that's, that's good. He has a pina colada one, too. If you like coladas. That's a good beer. Wow, it's really good. Every sip is just a delicious dessert treat. You're a stout guy, right? Yeah, yeah. stouts. So good. It's not like overly roasty, but it's not like it's sweet. But I wouldn't say it's like way too sweet. No, it's it's exactly as sweet as it should be. Yeah. Bourbon barrel definitely helps with that sweetness too. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. All right. Ah, what else? This is going. Oh, I was, I did want to talk a little bit about the, so last time, uh, Three Bears Later was on, or I, I went there, we were at Stone Hollow. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't feel like I got to talk that much about Stone Hollow, but, uh, that's an awesome place. First time I was ever there, you know, I'd wanted to go for a while, it's just some Beatrice, and I don't, don't find myself in Beatrice that much yeah, anymore, so. Uh, we made the trip down, drank every beer that they had on tap, <laughs> and some that he didn't have on tap, but uh, shared with us. And I was really pretty much blown away with the quality and consistency of his beers. Like, everyone was, that style was, was spot on, flavors were on, whatever he said was in it, you could taste it. Um, Brian and and uh, the crew down there are doing a great job. So, if you see Stone Hollow beers on tap here in Lincoln, uh, I'd say go, go swing by wherever that place is and try it. And if you if you want to make the short 45-minute trip or whatever it is down to Beatrice, do yeah. it. Because uh, it was definitely worth it. Their, their facility is really cool. It's a very neat building. and Like, you can order beer and, like, walk around that entire building drink a beer. It's like a little entertainment district or something like that. Oh, okay. But it's inside. Pretty cool. Like a Beatrice's own power in life? <laughs> well, yes, I guess so. There's like, Relative like, to the size. like shops, and I guess there's a steep in the basement. Uh-huh. It's kind of cool. But, uh, yeah, the beer's great. I just saw that uh, they're releasing a strawberry vanilla uh, wheat beer. Sounded pretty tasty to me. Is it 
lot of uh, people, not just me, but a lot of people traveling around over the next few months. We've all been stuck indoors. We're ready to get out. Yeah. Itching to... Itching for... Stimulus money to spend on beer. <laughs> yes. Yes, and your stimmy checks on... Uh, <laughs> It's you had you had stimulus checks and now you're gonna get tax checks. Yeah. So might as well go uh, spend them on local businesses. Go buy twenty eight hundred dollars worth of beer in a weekend. I I wish I could say that I've never done that, but I probably <laughs> can't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's probably weeks that have spent so wait. We talked about um, if you could go back to 10 years and you don't drink any booze but you get to keep all that money and we gave you had to give up some other stuff i don't remember what it was but i can't even fathom how much money that would end up being yeah it's how much money you just randomly spend yeah especially like that long ago yeah over 10 years and i, I mean we were talking about this three or four years ago so 10 years then was like oh that's when we had college parties yeah, when old style was fancy, but you're drinking hypnotic and oh god, <laughs> the Incredible Hulk was that hypnotic and Hennessy. And what Ciroc? Yes, uh, is Puff Daddy? P. Diddy, Sean Combs, his vodka. Is grape vodka or something like yes. that? Yes. I had it. It just tasted like vodka to me. I don't yeah. know. But made from grapes and not potatoes. Or yeah, something. apparently. I don't know. It was, yeah, it was no good. No, it tasted exactly like... Like, it was kind of like an okay vodka. It wasn't cheap, but it was no Nikolai. I <laughs> <laughs> even Barton's. No. I think... I didn't learn about Bartons until a couple years ago, probably 23 or 24, before I learned about Bartons, which is cheap, but it's fine. You're mixing it with stuff anyway. It's terrible. But it didn't, when you mixed it with stuff, you weren't keenly aware <laughs> that you were, because it was in a glass bottle, I think that was what made it fancy. Um, God, that Nikolai and that, uh, oh, I can't think of the other one, some other generic Russian-sounding name. Just awful. You could drop them in there and plastically bounce. Yep. <laughs> Costing $9 for that Widowmaker bottle. <laughs> yep. Now look at us. And we're drinking $12, 12 ounce beers. Yep. I'm pretty sure this was eleven ninety nine. Yeah. But it's the good ones. Yeah, that's, this one's actually. It's so good. Yeah. Definitely, uh, Definitely one to seek out if you can. I know that uh, I remember just drinking the regular weekend, not barrel aged, sometime last year, and it was really good too. It wasn't barrel aged with just that marshmallow and coconut. Those are kind of two of my favorite adjuncts that go in stouts and they uh, really play nicely with each other. Oh, uh, what else is going on? Uh, last weekend was Boiler's fifth anniversary. Jeez. Yeah. Time flies. Right. Boiler Brewing's been around for five years now. We had a, they had a, a party. It was a ticketed party. But uh, it was kind of a 
it was kind of a neat idea about they brewed they, they had two different they had a barrel aged stout and then just a regular imperial milk stout and they had an adjunct bar hmm. so at the table were like all these like french presses and we could order whatever beer you wanted and and they had like a list of 10 or so adjuncts that you could like there was coconuts there was you know it was toasted coconut there was vanilla there was maple syrup there was peppermint there was uh marshmallows there was cinnamon toast crunch there was oreo butterfinger coffee there's all kinds of stuff and uh yeah you pour your beer in the french press and whatever you wanted pour in there with it let it uh is it, is it steep when it's beer? Oh, I don't know. I guess steep, but just let it sit there and hopefully absorb the flavors of yeah. whatever you put in. I tried a couple different ones, and none of them really that great. That's the kind of way, that, that short amount of time can't do that much. But I you know. But uh, it was. I mean, it was a neat idea. Kind of fun. Um, I, I like. I wasn't overly thrilled with, with how my beers turned out, but uh, it was uh, it was definitely something different. Yeah, that I've never seen or heard of before. So yeah, that's interesting. They had that going on. There's seemed like there was really good turnout for it. Since last year, they couldn't do their anniversary party, so they had this one. I'm sure next year will be even bigger and better than it was this last year. So that was that. That happened. Boilers five years old, and I'm pretty sure they brewed like six billion different beers. Yeah, that, like every time I've been in there, it's a, almost a whole new menu. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, there's they 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 run through them. Bring back the elderberry sour. Hmm. Hear that, Tim? Bad <laughs> Dean. I know of at least two other people that would buy one. <laughs> I'm sure there's more than that, but I know of two. Was that the, the elderberry uh, sour brother from another mother? Yeah, yep, yeah, it was. That's the I've I've liked most of those brother from another mother, but that elderberry one that was yeah. very good. I think when they 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 got a good deal on elderberries at one point in time <laughs> because they had a lot of elderberry beer. Diff- different beers, but all with elderberry. elderberry. And then they did like <laughs> me elderberry meads and did a bunch of different elderberry-based meads too. So I think they had a, so somebody bought, you know, buy two truckloads, get a third for free, <laughs> something like that. There was a good stock of elderberries a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what, I've never even seen an elderberry. I don't know what, yeah, I'm going to look up elderberry right now. What's well, oh, another name for a cherry or something? <laughs> I don't think so. Didn't taste like cherries. No, it didn't taste like any kind of like berry I would like associate with. No, I don't know. That's it. Looks like that. Mm. It's not just a different thing. It's uh, sambucus. Yeah, sambucus. Not. Hmm. Isn't that? It right? tastes like sambucus. I was gonna say, isn't it uh, booze? Sambuca? Yeah, but I think sambuca is like it to me. It tastes like black licorice. Yeah. 
I don't know if that's maybe elderberries are supposed supposed to. Yeah, maybe maybe you put that in a really sour something and it mellows it out. I don't know. See, this is why we need somebody that has brewed beer and used those fruits here to yeah. tell us. Soon. 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 Yeah, we're both vaccinated. Most people are, well, not are, but most people now have the ability to yes. get in there. Yes. So, let's get over with this crap. Yeah. I'm ready to be done with it. It's kind of a miracle of modern science that really it was like a year. True. I mean, if it had gone any longer, I think if you get to this point, most people are like, I don't care anymore. But <laughs> just American, uh, just we just kind of like get over stuff quickly. Yeah. Well, we got it over the fastest of any other got over it. We just ignored it. But, um, but it, I mean, we don't have to go into this whole thing. Well, you can't just be like, well, it's five years in. I'm doing great, everybody. Just stay at home and socially distant. No, it's not. People will only do it for so long. True. We're social animals. Yeah. I like to be out and about. I like to be seen. Yeah. That's what it's always been about for you. It's not really the beer. It's uh, that people notice him drinking the beer. <laughs> oh, what else is going on? Have we talked about any sports going on, Doug? No. I mean, the the Husker baseball team has been pretty good this year. Um, they have they allow fans at games now, right? I don't know what capacity it is. But, um, I don't know. Like, I, ha- I really didn't. I, I, you know, football happened, for, for better or worse, this year. Um... Basketball was bad. All of my professional teams, I mean, the, the Cubs are, like, historic, one of the worst offenses in the history of baseball this year so far. Really? Yeah. The Bulls are the Bulls. They're not good. And the Eagles are doing whatever whatever the hell they're doing. Uh, are they really going to draft? I don't know. They have a lot of needs now. So I don't. I don't think... Where they're picking, I don't think they'll take a QB in the first round. But you never know in the NFL. My brother and I were just talking today about that uh, 2011 draft class where, okay, so Cam Newton was the first quarterback taken. Good pick. And then Christian Ponder, Blaine Gabbert, and Jake Locker were all in the top 12. And on No. And, like, all the reviews were... Jake Locker can't miss. And it was so funny because every single one of them that I saw, so like four, but it was, yeah, he has accuracy problems, but look how big he is. Okay. Washington quarterback. Yeah. He was was a big quarterback. I do remember that because Nebraska played them, what, three times in two years or whatever. And I remember the, the ticket having on, like Lincoln Station's having, um, like Mortensen on and stuff, and they're like, "Why is this guy getting drafted? He's terrible." And they're like, "No, teams love him because he's six foot three and he has a strong arm." Oh. He's so terrible. Anyway, did Nebraska beat them? Um, well, we oh wait, we played Locker two times yeah. and we split because we played him in that bowl game after we had already smoked them earlier in the year. And they beat us. They beat yeah. It's like nine to seven, like one of those types of games. It was terrible. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of quarterbacks going this year. Yeah. Oh, well. 
I mean, they should go, I guess. Everyone's mad that Justin Fields is dropping out of the first round? But he's not. No, he's not going to drop out. He's a quarterback who played well. Probably he has, like, the, one of the strongest arms out of all the quarterbacks. Yeah, but if, if you... Uh, I'm sure there's a racial component with many teams. But also, Ohio State quarterbacks don't do well in the NFL. So there is that. And we go through this thing every time an Ohio State quarterback drops. Well, they're really just not respecting, and then they don't do anything in the NFL. So It's true. Not everybody can be Joe Bowserman. No. I remember that. Remember when he gave away a 21-point lead? Well. Thanks, John. <laughs> no, so, no, but where, my, where, where, are, where are the Eagles drafting? Oh, like 15? Like 12 or something. Yeah. 12? I don't, I'm pretty sure they're not top 10, but. No, because they did not win. Because they sat their players at the end of the season. Yeah. I think the Giants were all mad. Like, okay. Like, let's not pretend that you won 15 games and this is the one. Like, yeah. <laughs> 6 and 16 had an attitude. 6 and 18, whatever they were at the time. Yeah. Well, they had a chance. Didn't they? Maybe. The Giants? No. They needed the Eagles. It was something like they needed the Eagles to win. I don't remember what it was exactly that happened. Was it Eagle? I think the Eagles were playing Washington? Yes. Yes, Washington Washington beat the Eagles, and they made it in. Yeah, but, like, the Eagles aren't going to beat Washington even if they played all their starters, so it, would, it doesn't matter. But, yeah, it was New York was so mad. Okay, well, you disrespect the game. Shut up. You did. You won six games. You disrespected yourself. Yeah. At least they don't have Tom Coughlin and runny nose anymore. Well, somehow... Just always looks 97 years old as an entire yeah. coaching career. The reddest cheeks and the runniest nose all the time. Not as bad as Charlie Weiss in that. Uh, oh, God. That, I don't remember if he was at Notre Dame or Kansas for that game. but No, that was Notre Dame because it was, like, on there. Because it was on TV. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, uh, they don't put Kansas football on TV anymore. But, yeah, his nose was just disgusting. Awful. <laughs> just every time they cut him, it was like a... Waterfall. <laughs> and they kept cutting to him. He did. Because his nose wouldn't stop running. God, that was a long time ago. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a, that was a Brady Quinn uh, uh, quarterback. Yeah, how, gosh, that would have been that long ago. Yeah. 2006, Six, seven, something yeah. like that. Yikes. Yeah, but uh, the NFL draft is coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Your favorite teams are picking first through 32nd this year. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, Tampa Bay won. Yeah, the old man. Tom Brady. He's bringing everybody back with him. Man, and they looked like against Kansas City, they looked like in a different league. It was, it was yeah. very surprising. Kansas City was not uh, ready to play no. football. And they did have what? Their. Both, both tackles, both uh, tackles. Which that's so. There's there's a fun lesson for you, casual football fans. Your quarterback can't do everything by himself. No, he needs two giant people on the ends of the lines to stop Shaq Barrett and Dominican Sue and 
on the blitz. That's the other thing, though. That Tampa Bay defense is no slouch. Shaq Barrett just ruined. Yeah, yeah. Ruined. Ruined that rookie that was thrown in there. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the Chiefs got rid of both of those tackles. Yeah. They did nothing. Oh, they were so bad. It kind of looked like... I know it would have been worse, but it looked like me and you out there. Just <laughs> trying, like, okay, well. I'm, I'm getting much older, man. Don't have quite the 5-1 speed that I used to. <laughs> well, you had me beat back then, you know, so. <laughs> oh, just finished that. That was a pretty big gulp of, of heavy stout. I don't I don't encourage you to drink that one fast. No. Enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, basketball's going on, but I don't really. I don't, and even like in the years, like it, it, the rare occasion when the Bulls are good, it, there's really no point in watching it until it gets close to the playoffs. Did you enjoy March Madness this year since we didn't have it last year? Not really. I mean, I didn't not enjoy what I watched, but I really didn't watch that much. No? I tried to watch a little bit of it, but... Uh... Oh, I hate Loyola or whatever, that Chicago... Oh, I'm so sick of Sister Jean. Get She's still alive. off my TV, yeah. She keeps leaving the games early when they're losing. Is that she? Yeah. She got to go pray. <laughs> Probably. What What did I do? Did I hit herself with that flail? <laughs> no, I, I guess I never watched the Loyola game. But, um, it was interesting to see Gonzaga go what... They started the season 31-1, and or 31-0 and, and finished 31-1. and That has to suck. Yeah, that's... They, uh, they just weren't, I don't know, Baylor was just too good. They were. They weren't prepared for that game. Well, and so, like, basketball is one of those sports where, like, it's just a terrible matchup for Gonzaga, and Baylor was playing really, really well. So, which is why the championship game was like, the first five minutes was like, well, this game's over. Yeah, it was, that's the thing. I I remember even at halftime, because I wasn't watching it, but I was following it, and even at halftime, People are like, oh, you, you got to think Gonzaga will take control here in a second. No. Just in Because no they're like, oh, well, they're within eight. Yeah. yeah. Like, they were down by 19 within eight, but. Yeah, they, they had to make an 11 0 run to get within eight. <laughs> like, it's not good. Yeah. It was. Uh, but that uh, Gonzaga and uh, UCLA game was fun to yeah. watch. Yeah. I did watch that one. He hit that three at the end of the first overtime. Awesome. It was good. I mean, we didn't have March Madness last year. And, like, you just kind of take that stuff for granted. Yeah. So it was nice to, to have it back. I don't really understand why women's volleyball had to go to 48 teams yeah. instead of 64. Did they give a reasoning or was it just, oh, the safety of our student athlete, yeah. like that BS? Yeah. It was COVID-related, I'm sure, but... They couldn't fit all 64 teams in the tent that they had outside, so they had to cut it down. <laughs> it just is mind-boggling sometimes what the NCAA decides that they're going to do or not do. Well, and especially, like, certainly there's stuff they could have gotten away with 20, 30 years ago, but now if you do something like the, the women's basketball weight room, I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> yes. Like, someone's going to just, all they have to do is take one picture, 
put that on social media and it's everywhere. How, yeah. how dumb. And that happened. It did. And then, but even their apology was, didn't make any sense. Yeah. I'm just, I would, I, he could have tied some milk jugs to it, <laughs> and a broom handle. I'm like, yeah, there's some, there's some incline press with yeah, this. Yeah, okay, just two push ups. Like, you know, you know. <laughs> put phone books on your back. <laughs> there's some stairs. <laughs> We're gonna, we're gonna put you guys in a hallway with some stairs. So. Yeah. Like they didn't even try. Like, yeah. Here's a jump rope. God. <laughs> <laughs> and they, and they, they like consistently makes a mockery out of themselves. I feel. Yes. No. Yeah. They're their own because when and then when they get caught for doing something, you know, they're cutting a corner or whatever. Then people are like, hey, what was that about? And they give some weird answer that makes no sense. Rather than just like, oh, we kind of messed up. Like, we we just didn't pay enough money or whatever. Like, we, we thought these contracts, some lie. No. Like, well, we thought for safety purposes, we should only have four pound weights <laughs> and one of them. <laughs> for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> or this, they have all this going on with the, the women's volleyball tournament. They weren't going to televise like, yeah. They got rid of 12 teams. Then they said they weren't going to televise the first two matches. Like, what is going on? And at the same time, they just, they came out and said, well, we're going to put a, a crackdown on the people, the coaches that are giving out their passwords for the yeah. transfer portal. Ugh. Uh, okay. Like... Who are you cracking down on? Yeah. You sports writers? Yeah, like, you, who do you think they're getting at to that this is such a huge problem? Yeah, like, like that's the only people I can think of that would probably use it, uh, maybe write a story. Well, or... and I'm guessing it's probably, like, other staffers who, like, aren't supposed to be involved in recruiting, but that's not really... Knowing who's in the transfer portal isn't recruiting, and yeah... Journalists do also have access to it, so I don't. I yeah. don't know what we're tracking IP addresses, yeah. coaches, yeah. We're watching. So I hope somebody invents a VPN someday, so that that kind of thing <laughs> isn't an issue. On top of that, I think about like all the devices I use, and then I want to access something. Like I probably use like fourteen different IP addresses. Oh yeah, at any given time. Yep. Because they're idiots. Well, that's what I mean. And then, like, they need to give up. Okay, we're going to pay players. Like, you know, call it a stipend. just whatever you want. Name, image, like, just do that stuff. But then crack down on the real stuff. Like, okay, schools, you can't pay high school coaches under the table anymore or we're actually going to enforce these rules. We're going to give you, like, this stuff that's common sense and we're going to take. Yeah. Stop hiring kids as parents to be coaches. Yeah. Although, yeah. they, that's, a, that's then, a grayer area. And then they, but, but well, they pass this new rule, which I, I think it's totally fine. The the transfer, yeah, you get a free transfer. How are they going to police actively recruiting kids that are at other schools? Like how? I'm, they've got no way of doing it. I mean, 
Like, like that hat, that it's going to. I mean, the hat looks like Yeah, I mean, you see a guy who he like. I'm going to transfer, and then the next morning commits to a school. Like that's not that didn't come out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, how is that stuff going to get? Like, it's not going to get stopped. It's going to get worse. Oh yeah, it's going to be the next three or four years are good. It'll settle in eventually once, because it's true. There's still scholarship limits. Guys can't like. I'm going to leave Nebraska and go play for Florida State. That's not going to happen that much. Um. Yeah, but oh, it's going to be wild for the next couple of years. Well, and not every school, um, like I mean, Alabama, for ex- example, they don't guarantee their scholarships for everybody. Yeah, it's like only Nebraska, for that one year. Like Nebraska does. Yeah, though the Big Ten has to. Yeah, so teams that like the Alabamas of the world that you know they recruit thirty. Five players for twenty-two roster spots yeah. <laughs> or scholarships. It's like, oh, sorry, now you last year you got a scholarship, you're done this year. I don't know how they're gonna stop that stuff. Yeah, see, that's the stuff they really need to crack down on. Is the just be like, there's a uniform over signing. It's based on how many you know, because they have their whole like, you have this many people in this class because of the. But no, yeah, make sure nobody's using the wrong computer. That's that's the <laughs> pressing issue. Yeah. Uh, they just need to make it not like amateurs anymore. Well, I do. That's the, the one thing about the transfer rule would be interesting. If they do start paying players, certainly schools are going to be like, well, we're not going to pay them, and they can also leave whenever they want. Surely there will have to be some sort of yeah contract. Yeah. But how do you do that when they're college players? Yeah. And then you'd have to guarantee their medical and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's a messy. And I mean, paying players is messy too. I think they need to start working towards it. But, you know, does should your starting quarterback get paid as much as some walk-on linebacker who's never played in his six years? Well, um, but, you know, how does that work? It's not a massive problem. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm talking about, like, a good school. Um, yes. You know, should Trevor Lawrence make the same amount of money as, I don't know, some walk-on linebacker at Clemson who never plays? True. I don't know. I heard somebody refer to Trevor Lawrence as uh, Zeus. Which, Zeus? Yeah. Hmm. He was the a god among men. Or, or, kind of looks like a lady. He does. Look so like typically is. Yeah. Big beard. Looks a little bit like a, a ex-Nebraska women's volleyball player. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure you're thinking of a particular one, but you could just say A. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he does look like it. Maybe he needs to cut his hair, I don't know. But that nose, too. Yeah. I don't... That's the thing is he's got a weird face shape, and I don't know if he cut his hair, because that would solve the problem. I don't know. Shave his head. I don't Did you think that would <laughs> that would make him look better? No. I think he's just got the long hair. It's like, well, I had people talk about my hair. True. Sunshine. Uh, from the Titans. Yeah. That's good. Oh, do you know, it's not, I think I'm a year off on this map, but it's easier to explain this way. Um, Sandlot came out in 1992, yeah. and it took place 30 years before. It took place in the 60s. So if you made the Sandlot now, 
it would take place when Sandlot came out in theaters. Oh, did you know they made a, a, another Sandlot? Yeah, it's bad. I just, uh, I just recently saw that there was another one, like... It, I think it was just a few years yeah. after, right? Was it like 97? Something like, yeah. But it was like a made-for-TV, like it's not very good, yeah. It's straight to video, I should say. Was there any of the same people? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know. I, I just recently saw, I guess, somehow I missed that, but I guess it wasn't a very big... Uh, oh, it came out in 95, actually. Uh, really? So only like three years after? Cast. James Earl Jones? Hey, he's, he was on it. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm going to look this up. Uh, yeah, that's James Earl Jones must have been in it. Oh, he was a he was a guy that had a dog. It must have been like their what is it, their kids? So here are the names of the characters: Johnny Smalls instead of Scotty Smalls, David Rocket Durango instead of Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Like it's that kind of movie. Oh, yeah. I don't think any uh, James Earl Jones apparently, but I don't think anybody. It's else. just the new batch of kids. Yeah, it's probably how it is. What? Yeah, if Benny becomes the story. Oh, the story shifts to 1972, 10 years later. Yeah. A new crop of nine kids now reside there. James Earl Jones, still alive. Yeah, he's still a neighbor. Johnny Smalls, the little brother of Scott Smalls, mm. has heard the legend of the great fear of ferocious dog. Oh, God. It's like this is the exact same movie. Well. Oh, no. This time the right there's girls they won't let join, but the girls are the best place. That's the Mighty Ducks meets Sandlot, basically. Hey, then they they brought back Mighty Ducks again. Yeah, did you see that cast picture? That really ages you. <laughs> yes, they're only a couple years older than we are. Well, like five years older than we are. True. Probably. Well, the guy who played uh, um, Charlie, yeah. the Dawson's Creek guy, he doesn't look that old, so it's fine, right? Yeah. And then the the Bash Brother guy, he was always old. Yeah. He was held back in school. He was in um, Daredevil, right? On Netflix. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was the, he his was friend. The, he was the, the lawyer that could see. Yeah. That's a good show, too. Even shows that Mighty Ducks come back. I heard Young Guns is coming back, too. Really? Emilio Estevez is running out of money. 50 something years old and young guns? Yeah. The legends never die, Doug. That's true. And IP is king now, so we just remake everything forever. Yeah. Well, any movie is pretty much like Star Wars. Like, oh, you need to make more money? Let's remake the first movie. <laughs> different. Yeah, it's just different characters. But it's the same story. Luke Skywalker was an orphan who grew up in a desert planet. So in this movie, uh, we got Ray, who's an orphan that lives on a desert planet. Boom. Yeah. And it made a billion dollars. Do you, uh, do you like that uh, Skywalker at the end? I did like that a lot. 
Oh, that's pretty. My brother did not like it. No? No. He's, well, he'll be listening to this. You're wrong. But no. He's like, oh, it always ties back to the past. Like, well, I mean, yes, that's true. But this is one instance where it kind of needed to tie. Like, what? who else was going to pick up Baby Yoda? Grogu. His name is Grogu. Yeah, Grogu. But who else was going to pick up Grogu? It's like some guy. But, like, now, now that you know that Luke was training... Grogu, evidently, maybe, yeah. at the same time as he was as training Ben, ben Solo. Solo. Does that mean that ben, ben Solo killed Grogu when he, uh, like, brought down the... Maybe. Like, they're gonna... Ret- I mean, they're those retcons and stuff. Like, they'll either do, oh, no, Grogu was gone. Yeah. Because he's already, he'll be, what, 70 years old at that point? And we, even in Mandalorian, he'd already been trained as a Jedi a little bit. Or they'll just be like, oh, those movies never happened. Which I think is what they'll do. But you think Mandalorian's gonna probably say that the, the newest versions of the movies never happened? I, think, I don't think they'll say that out loud, but I think at some point they'll just kind of do something that's not... It'll take place at the same time as those movies, but it won't fit. Mm-hmm. And not anytime soon, but like in 10 or 12 years. When the pockets are starting to get a little dry. Yeah, gotta reboot again. Mandalore is good. I don't know what they're gonna do now. I think you got rid of. Uh, yeah, because that story arc is finished. What the? I mean, Grogu. Grogu will be back in the show, guaranteed at some point. But I wonder if he'll start talking. Like, you're a fifty, seventy-year-old baby, like. Well, that's the idea that, like, he's a baby, but also he has Jedi training and remembers all the people who, at this point, was he's 50. So when he was training at the Jedi Temple, he would have been, like, 20, maybe 25. When when, uh, When Anakin, uh, Lord Vader, started killing the younglings, he didn't get Grogu. Didn't. Where the fuck was Grogu at? Maybe, that's, maybe Grogu's the real villain in the whole story. Maybe that's what we'll find out. I like that. Keep the, he escapes suspiciously, he gets away. Like that, like that one theory that Jar Jar Binks was actually the Sith Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and he put, he put it all in motion. <laughs> so that's a theory. I wish it's true. It can be true in your heart. <laughs> oh man well we had had three beers I think we're gonna just leave it at three beers yeah I'm gonna ease into so your, your return here plus I drink <laughs> I was at uh, like I said I was at White Elm and I went to four and had a few few drinks there always a delicious place to Pick up find uh, craft cocktail, craft beer, yeah, or craft spirits. They were a previous uh, guest on Fridge Guys podcast. I'm sure that Josh and maybe Tim back on again. Oh, I still have a gift card I need to use. Yeah, should Star Wars trivia. Speaking of, that's right. Oh, a long time ago. Was it next? Uh, this is the coming week. We had 
Avengers trivia at uh, oh yeah, Kincaid or some Wednesday or something. Let's do that. It's such a small space, it'll make it tough. But you can probably sit outside. Yeah, that's true. Pretty decent sized patio there. Um, but uh, thank you for uh, joining me here in the horror man cave basement recording studio. Still don't have a very good name <laughs> for that. I think it gets, it gets longer every time. Thank you for having me. Yes. Uh, always fun. Well, uh, we'll put some more of these on the books and uh, start getting some stuff scheduled out and get some people down here to drink uh, delicious craft beer, talk about beer, and then just you know promote what's going on and just talk about whatever's going on in the world. Whatever. A lot of movies, covered a lot of TV and uh, sports and whatever else. So, and I don't have any kind of format. Just turn mics on. Oh, it works. Yeah. So thank you, Doug. Uh, thank you thank to you. whoever uh, decides that they want to listen to this podcast. Thanks for getting this far in the episode. Uh, go and uh, like, share, subscribe, whatever those people say <laughs> on, on that. Uh, follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram. No, it's on Instagram. It's on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, go follow me on Twitter. I'll start start posting when I'm drinking, which is all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking all the time. All right, we'll see you guys later. Thanks.